to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. I am grateful that you have decided to spend some time with me on this Tuesday morning to listen to the latest in self-care. So in this space, I like to refer to self-care as from one of four different angles. One is from the perspective of health and fitness, which is probably the most common one. We also like to look at self-care from the perspective of the thoughts that we think and the beliefs that we believe, because taking care of your mindset is front and central to how we take care of ourselves, because it just drives the decisions that we make. But as an entrepreneur, we also like to look at self-care from a business perspective. So we also like to talk about all things um, self-care related to your business. This can mean marketing. It can mean all kinds of strategies to help you stand out more. And then finally, probably the other most common way that we refer to self-care is from the perspective of listening to somebody's journey. That's why we call this show The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care, because the journey changes as you change. So I'm happy that you're here. I'm grateful for your support. If I'd love for you to help, help us continue to share our message and spread our love around the world. Let's get started. So guess what? I'm super excited to announce that the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care is partnered with Bowie Hydration Products. Bowie is a really cool new invention. How how is it different, first off, from all other hydration products that are out there? Bowie likes to call themselves easy squeezy electrolytes. Let's be honest. Most of the time, if you look out on the market for products that, quote, keep you hydrated, it usually comes in the form of a powder or a pill or a tablet or some type of specific drink. And here's the other thing. There are so many sports drinks out there that are just loaded with sugar and all kinds of extra additives and sweeteners and whatever else. I mean, the FDA literally recommends every American get no more than 26 grams of sugar every day. That's the baseline recommendation. And you can easily eclipse that in one drink. Well, Bowie felt like the alternatives needed to be better. So they've come up with this really cool, squeezable product, if you will. It comes in a really small container, ideal to fit in a purse or a backpack or a fanny pack or somewhere if you're going out on the town, if you're going out for the day. Here's the thing about hydration. Hydration is so much more than just making sure that you get enough water. It's to, it allows your body to literally absorb and maintain electrolytes, nutrients, and all kinds of other things which allow the body to actually function better. This is what makes Bowie so unique and different. One container has 40 servings in it. So you just take one little squeeze in your water, your coffee, your alcoholic beverage of choice, or whatever else you're drinking, and boom, it really helps your body maintain not just hydration, but allows you to retain all those extra nutrients which will allow you to more optimally perform in so many areas of your life. So definitely give it a try. Please head over to justaddbuoy.com. Take advantage of our unique partnership and get a 20% discount on all your purchases by simply using the coupon code capital C, capital U, F-I-T, 20. That's C-U, capital F, and then lowercase I-T, C-U, fit, 20 and take advantage of getting 20% off of all of your purchases. I know that you're going to love it as much as I do. It comes in three different varieties. You can get the regular electrolyte, uh, which is a a small blue container. You can also get one easy buoy immunity and buoy energy. Try all of them. You can also find them in CVS drugstores nationwide, but definitely go to their site and take advantage of our exclusive discount and let us know what you think. 
Welcome to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Kautzkowski, your host, so let's dive in and get started. Today, I am going to dive into this concept of innovation a little bit more. And before you start, just tell me, what in the world does that have to do with self-care? It's January, and everybody I have spoken to in the last couple weeks, really before the new year, actually before 2022 actually got here, And so many people talked about the new things that they wanted to accomplish for this year. So I thought it might be a really good idea and interesting to kind of dive into what innovation can actually look like for you. Because if you've been following me for a while, you know that I talk a lot about innovation. It's one of my zones of genius. It's one of the things that I do um, with the entrepreneurs that I serve and the health and fitness and wellness space, and also with my clients as a coach. It is my responsibility when I work, start working with a new client or when I'm leading one of my groups to help them find practical solutions. Um, And so a lot of finding those solutions lies in how are we able to innovate what it is that we're already doing. So what I'd like to do today for something a little different, just to mix things up, is to kind of approach this from two angles, kind of dive into what personal innovation can actually look like for you. And then if you're an, if you are an entrepreneur or you run a business or you're a manager or you're in a leadership role in your business, perhaps there's a way you can apply some innovation to what it is that you do there. So we're going to take a little different turn today from the usual and kind of dive into this concept a little bit more. And before I do that, I'd like to invite you to go back to listen to episode 118. Um, That's where I really dive into my signature innovative process. It's a process I call the PNF format, okay? And it's really three different areas that I focus on when I'm looking at, say, innovating something in my business. I apply the same, not procedure, but the same process, if you will, to the things that I do in my personal life as well, whether it's changing something in my health and fitness routine, or maybe it's changing something regarding how I do self-care. Maybe it's taking something out that's no longer working and replacing it with something else. And it requires sometimes a little deeper dive as to what we're already doing and what's not working. Okay. I cannot emphasize that enough. And the reason I say that is, is that so many people dive right into what's new and what sounds fun and what either everyone else is doing. Some of us call it the shiny object syndrome. And so when we do that, we miss an opportunity to really evaluate what it is that isn't working. So if you haven't yet had a chance to listen to that episode, I would recommend that you do that. I would also recommend that you go back and listen to last week's episode where I talk about kind of my process in approaching a new year. And there's some thought provoking questions that I always ask myself and I always give myself, you know, time over several days during January to kind of evaluate that. I typically start this process in December um, when things are slowing down other places and we're heading into holidays. And it's usually a time when I'm actually able to get a little time off myself. Um, It's a good time to just go inward and look at what what the year that is passing by has done, what has happened, what has worked out, what hasn't worked out, et cetera. So if you have not listened to last week's episode, it'd probably be really good if you did Um, especially after listening to today. It'll just give you a little bit more background and hopefully help some of this information sink in, you know, a little bit more, not in in a classroom sense, um, but in a way that can really challenge you 
to go a little deeper on what innovation can look like for you for 2022. So please make sure that you do that if you would. That's episode 118 where I talk about my three-step process and I explain a little bit more about what PNF actually means. Um, And then last week's episode was where I kind of laid out my process for evaluating and vision casting, if you will, for the year. So both of those episodes would be really helpful um, after you listen to today, or maybe you just want to push pause here and go listen to those and then come back, whatever, whatever works for you. So let's dive into a little bit more about what this concept actually looks like for you on a personal level. So let's, let's tackle the personal piece first. Um, because I know the majority of you out there, a lot of you listening, um, you reach out to me with your questions, you know, a lot. What about this? What about that? I'm thinking about this. And a lot of you are in my private Facebook community, which, by the way, I would encourage you to come over and join me there. It's January and I'm going to be doing another one of my signature free fitness challenges coming up probably maybe next week, uh, but stay tuned. And, um, and I'll tell you, I'll definitely have several of those lined up for the first half of this year. So hopefully you can join us for one of those. So on the personal side, though, when it comes to applying innovation to what it is that you do for you, probably the most obvious area, let's take the most obvious areas first. That's health and fitness, self-care, right? Which is sleep, rest, managing stress, what brings you joy, what, um, what really excites you on a day to how do you reset? How do you relax? How do you recharge? What are your hobbies? Things like that. Sleep and rest is a big one. Mindset, which is probably bigger than all of them, because as you know, if you've been following me for a while, I love talking about mindset. I love teaching it. I love diving into it deeper. It's a subject that really absolutely fascinates me because it's amazing what our brains are actually capable of. And how little of our brains we actually tap into, um, especially living our busy day-to-day lives. Um, So if we look at innovation from any one of these perspectives, okay, um, and if you're one to set resolutions, maybe you don't do resolutions, maybe you set goals, maybe you look at different areas of your life and you, you know, write down two or three major goals in each of those areas that you're working on. I had a client once who really did an amazing job with this. Uh, She used to make um, not really charts, but lists down to the books that she would look to read for the year, the different restaurants she and her husband would try because they were both big foodies, Um, trips and places they wanted to go and explore, Um, new hobbies or habits that they wanted to pick up. And, And she had all of this written down like in a Word document. And I remember one one evening as we worked out in her home, I worked out with both of them. And I remember she showed me in one of our January sessions, she showed me her list for that year. And I forgot, I forget exactly which year it was, but I was really blown away by the thought that she had put into that. Because what that told me was not only how intentional she was being, but that she was making this front of mind. I'm not suggesting that you do that because obviously it's not a one size fits all approach, but If you're one of these people that just seems to come up with all kinds of ideas and you get different, you know, different tidbits, or maybe you, you start to think during the, well, maybe I'll try that or whatever. I would encourage you to start writing those down, you know, keep a little notepad next to you. Maybe you're one to take notes on your phone. Maybe you keep a post-it pad like on your desk or by on your bedside table at home. And when you get one of those ideas, just write those down because that's always a good place to start. 
Um, it's always a good way to, you know, do what, what I like to call a brain dump once in a while. You know, maybe it's once a day for you. Maybe it's once a week. You know, just take a blank piece of paper and just write down these thoughts as they come to you so that you're not forced to remember later. Because I guarantee you, if you'll do that, you'll probably forget the majority of it. Okay. And then we'll be at December, 2022. And you'll be like, dang, I didn't get any of that done. So think about that, what that might look like for you. You know, one, you've heard me talk about this before. One of the things that I do, and for those of you that have been to my office, you see that my walls are like papered in these, what I like to call the giant post-it pads that you can buy like at an office supply store that are large, you know, pads of paper with kind of a sticky portion at the top. And you can peel those off and stick them up on your wall and then just write things down. I do that with respect to all of my business goals. When I'm writing content for a new program, when I'm planning a program, when I'm planning a retreat, um, I use lots of this kinds of lots of this kind of paper. And um, you know, I write down what my beliefs are, what my goals are by the quarter, and it just helps keep me focused. And I know me, and I know that that works for me. So, but it also helps me manage my mind better too, so that I'm not challenging myself, well, I'll just remember to do that later. Well, I'll just put it on the to-do list. The problem with that is the to-do list starts to become bigger and bigger and bigger, and then we don't really have a strategy or a process to work with it. So so get in the habit of doing a brain dump, especially when it comes to planning out your year, especially when it comes to the goals that you're setting for yourself. Um, so the first the first tip I want to offer on personal innovation is challenging you on a vision for yourself for this year. And the best way to do this is to start small. So how, what does that look like? So, you know, a lot of people really are not connected to their vision and their purpose. We're just kind of used to going day to day, month to month, maybe year to year. And before we know it, we wake up one day and we're like, it's five years later, or it's 10 years later, or you know, I can't believe that I'm 60 and I have all these things left that I want to do. So what I would encourage you to do with that for 2022 is to think about where you want to be at the end of the year. Let's use that as an example. So, you know, think about where you want to be in December of this year. Okay. It's January right now. So let's look ahead to December. So if, if everything worked according to the way that you would like it to, what would you want to have accomplished by December? And just start writing things down. You know, maybe it's financial goals. Maybe it's health and fitness goals. Maybe it's sleep and rest. Maybe you want to really read more books. Maybe you want to spend more time with your friends and family. You know, it, they don't, it doesn't have to be exact specific things. Just write it all out and then just allow yourself to sit with it and then ask yourself, what is my big picture vision for myself? Where is it that I really see myself at the end of the year? Um, and the more that you lean into that, the more that your vision will come to you. So a, so sometimes a thought that really helps me when I'm trying to look ahead is I say, I will know when the right thing comes to me. I will know it. My brain will tell me what that is. Because it's important that we do that because our brain cannot distinguish between what stresses us out and what, you know, what could be the worst case scenario and what's actually reality, Okay. Um, this is why so many people, you know, depending on who you talk to in the entrepreneurial space or the personal development space or whatever, you know, so many of them will say, you know, start thinking like the person who does these things. 
So if you're really starting to strive for better fitness, for example, you're trying to work on being more active, maybe you're trying to work on eating in a much better way that serves you, a way that fuels your body. Maybe you're trying to eliminate more and more sugar or processed foods from your diet. Maybe you're trying to watch alcohol. Maybe you're trying to drink more water, whatever it is. But what you have to learn to do or what's always a helpful place to start is to start thinking, what does a person who does this do? So what is a person who is more fit? How do they make that decision? What are the types of day-to-day things that a person who lives a fit life does? So we have to start telling ourselves, you know, and that we can think like that person. And the reason for that is, is that we start to become the person that does those things instead of saying, well, I'm not really a gym person. Well, I'm not really one to do that. I've never been able to stick to a program. The problem with that is the more you talk about the things that you can't do or the things that haven't worked or the things that you don't particularly like to do or the things that really bother you or the things that have really hurt you in the past. Okay. The more you use that kind of language, the more your brain is going to associate that with the present. Okay. The more your brain is going to remind you of why a new goal like that really isn't going to work for you. So it's really important that you be onto yourself when you start to do that. Okay. So when you're thinking about where you want to be for the end of the year and what your big picture vision is, maybe you don't know where you want to be 10 years from now or five years from now. I'm personally, every year, I always ask myself, where do I want to be at the end of the year? Where do I want to be in the next three years? And where do I want to be in the next five years? And if you're an entrepreneur, you can relate to that. And this is why innovation is so key to ensuring not only that you keep moving on the trajectory that you want, but that you stay excited and you you keep your perspective fresh and you stay, you feel like you're on the cutting edge of what you do. This ultimately is what drives you and excites you to keep getting better at what you do. And if if you're not an entrepreneur, you can still do that with your life is my point. So really lean in to where it is that you think you want to be at the end of the year and start thinking about what that could look like. Start thinking about what type of you know, fitness goal will you have accomplished by them? What type of nutrition goal, if you have one, will you have accomplished by them? Um, maybe weight loss is a big goal for you this year. So where is it that you think you want to be at the end of the year? Really start thinking like all of that is really within your grasp because it is. And the more you start thinking like that, the more you will become the person who makes decisions that get you gets you closer to that goal. Okay. Um, So start small, start with what can you start with this week that's going to move you closer? What can you really focus on this month that is going to move you closer to that goal? I always encourage my clients, every single one of them to start small, starts with the small daily habits that you can stick to and then make it a point to work to improve every day, every week, every month, what that is. And maintenance is always progress too. So if you don't feel like you're really making forward progress, then focus on maintenance progress, okay? So start small. That's, my, that's one tip I have. Let's look a little bit more at what innovation actually is. So when we look at what the word innovation, what does it mean? It really means growth, change, doing things different, et cetera. So there's no better time to really look at that than now when it comes to these different areas of how we do ourselves, okay? So 
the big question I would ask you, in addition to your vision, when it comes to any of these areas, okay, for you would be what looks different for me this year? And I would encourage you to make a list of, you know, health, fitness, self-care, sleep and rest, stress management, and mindset. And then ask yourself, what looks different for me this year? What could look different for me this year in any of these areas? And I would just write it down. I would write it down to start because we got to get it out of your brain for it to actually work for you. Okay. It's really not going to work for you if you don't do that. Because if you consistently just think about it, most of the time, that's where you'll stay. Okay. So really think about what that could look like. And again, start with the small things. So maybe, for example, if your goal is to be more active and more consistent with the workout program, maybe the goal is just to start walking. Maybe the goal is to start with one or two exercises and be really consistent with that. Maybe it's to start stretching more. You know, the easiest way to do that is just to work it into your day. Take five minutes here and there and just be very consistent doing it, okay? So the problem that most people have with an approach like this is they immediately want to fast forward to the end result. Well, I want to be 20 pounds lighter than what I am now, or I want to be able to go to a hot yoga class three days a week. Well, if you're not used to doing that now, do you really think that going three days a week to start is going to help? Um, It may work for the first few weeks and don't get me wrong. It works for some people, but the majority of people are not able to handle that much change at once. That's why I always teach the small baby steps that you can actually maintain and be consistent with, okay? Because the easiest way to get to a big goal is just do it one day at a time, okay? So here's the other thing I wanted to offer up about personal innovation. When it comes to setting goals, especially resolutions, intentions, whatever you want to call them, and around here, we we always defer to um, intentions more than anything because that to me, says more about the way that you want to be thinking on a day-to-day basis. And if you do that, odds are you're probably going to be making much different decisions and taking different actions that are going to actually move you closer to what your goal is. So here's the other thing to think about with innovation, what I was going to say a minute ago, is that when we're in this process, we tend to say, well, what can I take away? What needs to go in order for all this to really happen? And that's okay. That is perfectly practical, a very practical way to look at it. But here's another thought I wanted to offer up. And this is part of the innovative process that I teach as far as um, where is there really a need? Okay. Which is one of the steps in my process is I, is what I like to call, you know, where's there a need, where's there a gap or a hole and what is it that you can do to fix it? Um, So what if you added things to what it is that you want to be doing versus just subtracting. Because I think what we, what happens with this is, is that we get in a mentality of, in order to be able to achieve X goal, I'm not going to be able to do this over here. And I'm not going to be able to do this. And this is going to have to take a backseat and all of that. And it's just, it's thinking that really helps sort of deflate us, if you will. Okay. So what instead, if you started thinking about, what could you add that would move you closer to your goal versus what do you have to do without in order to move you closer to your goal? Okay. So let's use working out as an example. So let's say that you have, you know, a fitness goal in mind. Maybe you want to, 
you know, shed some weight, you know, build some muscle so you can feel comfortable in a bathing suit for the summer. Let's just use that as an example. So most people would, would think, you know, if they're just, you know, beginning again, or maybe you're, maybe this is you that I'm speaking to, and maybe you've just more or less fallen off the wagon and you're trying to get back on, which is very common this time of year. And obviously a, a pretty positive goal that you can work on for yourself. So most people in that line of thought will think, well, I'm not going to be able to go out to eat as often as I want to. I'm not going to be able to meet my friends because I've got to stick to this workout schedule. Um, I'm not going to be able to, um, you know, I won't be able to go on this trip or that trip because it'll mess up my workout schedule Um, and this type of thinking. And what that does is it just, again, reminds us of the fact that thinking like a fit person or someone who leads a fit life really doesn't have any fun, right? Who really isn't able to take charge of their life and do the things that they really want to do because they're a slave to their schedule. Well, that isn't going to move the needle at all for you. So instead of thinking like that, what if you thought, wow, you know, if I really get serious about this workout deal, if I really focus on my activity and taking care of my body, I I will have all this extra energy and I'll be able to go and do these things that I really want to be doing, like meeting my friends to do fun outings, like you know, going on a hike, taking a, taking a, taking a trip with friends and doing exploring. You see where I'm going with this. So what if you scheduled and added the things that you really wanted to be doing and started thinking like that versus what is it that you're going to have to do without or take away? Okay. It's like my mindset coach calls it live in the ant. Okay. I think the problem with conventional thinking is, and I know this is taught a lot in the business world is you know, we have to be really practical with our, you know, initiatives, or we have to, we can only focus on one thing at a time. And while that's all well and good, look, I'm not saying that that doesn't make a lot of sense because it does. But when it comes to really living out your purpose and really focusing on what lights you up and is going to move you more in the direction of the life you really want to live, which honestly, no matter what your goals are, is really what we all really desire in this lifetime, okay? Is that live in the ant. Don't allow yourself to be limited by thinking, I'm not going to be able to do all these things. It's not going to be any fun. It's going to be too hard. And we talk ourselves out of it before we even start, right? So allow yourself to entertain a different kind of thinking and say, what if I added the things that I really wanted to do? What if I added things to my routine that move me closer to my goal? What if I added a different schedule? What if I added a different thought to that? What if I added a different routine? What would that look like as far as moving me closer? And you could apply the same logic, um, same line of thinking in your business as well, which I'll get to in just a minute. So think about that. That's a really unique way to look at approaching how is it that you're going to pre-plan your year? Okay. So instead of limiting yourself, let innovation open up more opportunity for you as far as that goes. Okay. So as far as personal innovation, that those are the practical tips that I wanted to offer up. So I want you to think about what that looks like for you and where that is for you. Okay. Um, A lot of what I just went over is a lot of what we do on our retreats. So I really want to encourage you to come on retreat with us. If that can be part of your plan for 2022, we have five 
hopefully six trips that we're going to be on the books this year. We're going to Charleston next month. That's in South Carolina. It's a beautiful historical city. We are going back to Key West in May because we go to Key West in May. That's what we do. We'll probably be going out west, probably Denver, maybe Arizona sometime this summer. We're going to be going to Antigua and Jamaica this fall. And most likely, we'll end the year in Key West. So probably early December, we'll have a short little event there. And we may take, we may try to add a trip the very first week of January for next year. So think about what your travel schedule could look like um, and maybe put that on your list as far as what's possible for you for this year. If you feel like you need some private assistance as far as helping to move you closer to some of these goals for you, as far as helping to you know, stay in your head and kind of rework how you're thinking, I'd love for you to reach out to me to see if we could be a good fit to work together privately. I have a very unique way of doing that that's really not like other health and fitness and wellness professionals. It's really an exclusive way of combining fitness and mindset, okay? And of course, we look at health and self-care too, but the big piece of that is how the mindset is connected to all of that. Um, And it's a really unique way that I can support you. And it's a three-month container. So um, we we can structure it any number of different ways. So I would encourage you to reach out to me if you think this sounds intriguing. Send me a private message or drop me an email at allison at cufitness.com. And we can see, we can hop on a quick call and see if we'd be a good fit. So real quick before I wrap up today, I want to touch on what innovation in your business could possibly look like. And again, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that episode 118, where I outline what those three steps are. The thing about innovation in your business is, is that it's really critical that you be dialed in to what you think your purpose is. What you, what are you, you think you're put on this planet to do? And even if you're not an entrepreneur, if you're in a leadership or a management role, um, no doubt you've probably given this some thought. Okay, so maybe you're not the big boss or the one making all the decisions. Maybe you're just leading a team. This is where I think you have a real opportunity. So this is where thinking about the type of role and the type of person you want to be really has a lot to do with it. Okay, you know, most successful entrepreneurs or managers or CEOs or whatever that I've talked with over the years have said that one of the biggest pieces in their vision of where they see themselves is that a strategic plan includes their life in their business, not the other way around. And so many of us try to fit our work into our life, okay? And and we pretty much make work the default, okay? So many of us do. Um, And, you know, we sort of are led to believe that, well, if I don't have a job, none of this is going to work out. Well, if I don't do this, then none of this is going to work out. So I would really encourage you to lean in to what your life can look like in in the picture of your business. Because you want the two to be able to coexist and actually help each other. Because the better we are at doing our lives, the better we're going to be in our business and the the other way around, okay? So, but we have to make them both a priority is what I'm saying. So the big piece here that I want to highlight is the N in my three-step process, which I call the needs-based step, Okay. What does this mean? What I mean by this is, where is there a hole? Where is there a gaping hole? Where is there something that's not being done? Where is there a way that you can do something that's different from your competitors? Okay, how, and how can you make it unique? That's probably the other thing. I'll give you an example. 
There are a lot of membership sites out there if you're a health or a fitness um, entrepreneur. A lot of membership sites out there. Some are focused on workouts. Some are focused on healthy eating. Some are focused on, you know, religion and spirituality. Some are focused on uh, just other self-care, you know, techniques and ideas. Some of them are focused on business. There's just a whole bunch of them out there. So how, if, if this is an avenue that you want to go, and I, and I when all the entrepreneurs that I work with, we always cover this in my Innovate Academy, which is my signature program that I teach for health and fitness and wellness entrepreneurs uh, for their business. It's a, it's a pretty unique curriculum in which I go through the steps of how not just to innovate what you're already doing, but to really build out your presence online. Because honestly, in today's business world, you need an online uh, footprint to survive. You really do. Not just survive, but to thrive. And let's be honest, this is, we go into business because we want to make a difference, but we also want to make a living and be successful so that we can create opportunity, not just for ourselves, but for our team members and for our place in the community and our place in the world. So think about that before you sit there and say, well, Allison, yeah, I'm not in this to make a million dollars. I'm not in this even to make six figures. I was having a conversation with someone before Christmas who said that, well, I'm just doing this because it's fun. I'm not doing this to make six figures. And my question was, why wouldn't you want to make make more money? Why wouldn't you want to be more successful? Successful doesn't have to mean six figures. And I think what she was trying to say was that she thought making six figures was going to be a lot of work. And don't get me wrong, it it takes strategy and a, a process to follow and commitment, but it doesn't have to be difficult. In fact, if you're really excited and connected and aligned is the word that we use in the coaching space to what it is that you really want to be doing, then, you know, it, it becomes easy. The process becomes easy and then it becomes fun. And when things are fun is when energy flows. Okay. So just get over the whole idea that being successful in your business is hard and is going to take too much work. I mean, if you're committed to it, anything worth having takes work. The difference is, is that it's what you really want to be doing. Okay. So how can you make what it is that you do unique? So back to membership sites. What, so many, there's so many things that are missing with membership sites. There, I mean, it seems like they're just a dime a dozen. But one thing you can always look at is what other successful membership sites offer in different spaces. Okay. Like there's, an, there's one of, um, there's Christy Wright has one in the business space. It's called, I think, the Better Business Boutique or the Business Boutique, I believe. And she teaches a lot of what Dave Ramsey talks about in his teachings, which he's very focused on staying out of debt, being able to build a nest egg and do it in a way that really helps you align to what your God-given purpose is. So, but in her membership site, she does so many unique things. It really sets her apart from a lot of other people who have a business membership site. So, you know, if you're in the health and fitness and wellness space, one of the things I always recommend that my entrepreneurs do is they go look at what, not just what your competitors are doing, but what people in other spaces are doing. And then ask yourself, what could this look like for me? What could this look like for the health or wellness space? Okay. So that's a good place to start. And it always gets the ideas going. Okay. Um, You know, another thing that I see is a lot of just fit online fitness programs. I mean, to be perfectly frank, so many of them are just very vanilla. And, you know, honestly, most people are going to join a group program, not because of that, but because of the person they're going to be working with. 
So that's really the difference is to how can you separate yourself and make yourself unique from a number of people that are already out in your space? Um, You know, the results in a successful business, no matter if you're in a business or if you're in a leadership role with a company, comes from execution of what your process is and is your process connected to your vision and your purpose. There's no such thing as the perfect plan. The key is to execute the plan that you feel the most aligned with, okay? Um, So the most successful people in business that I know, it's not about the money. It's not about how many thousands of clients they can be serving. It's not even the perfect business model, okay? It's really deciding at the end of the day what you're available for and what you think your time is really worth, okay? And the more that we work on up-leveling that within us, Okay, the more that we're going to be connected to the things that are that are that are that are going to serve us at a much higher level. Okay. So, you know, we we can get in the weeds and we can start to worry, well, this isn't going to work, that isn't going to work, this isn't, you know, this isn't working like I thought. Nobody's reaching out to me, nobody's commenting. I just don't know what I'm doing, right? So we again we have to really be onto ourselves and what we're thinking, but what are you really available for? You know, are you really available for people that won't return your calls or that won't message you back or who won't, after repeated attempts, get back to you? Okay. So it's always a good opportunity for us to look inward and use personal innovation. Okay. To look at innovation in our business too. So if you want to know more information about how this could possibly work for your business, I would love to talk to you. Please feel free to reach out to me. Um, You can drop me an email. You can send me a message on social media. Just drop me a DM. I'll be happy to respond to you. Um, You know, if you're thinking maybe you want to make some changes in your business, then maybe my Innovate Academy could work for you. So um, so let me know if that sounds like a possibility for you. Before I sign off today, I just want to, you know, wish all of you a very happy new year. Um, You know, we're, we're into January. I hope that whatever you're thinking about as far as innovation for yourself, goes, as far as your business goes, your place in the world, that you're really challenging yourself as to what that could look like. And, you know, if you want to share that with somebody, reach out to me, let me know. You're welcome always to drop me a note. You can, um, you know, if you're in my Facebook group, you know, feel free to engage and join in some of the fun there. You can also find me on Instagram, I'm FitStyleGal. Please, before I sign off to, if you would, if you would be so kind as to leave us a review, You can look for us on iTunes or you can look for us on Podchaser. We're on 15 different platforms now. So you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Stitcher and TuneIn and iHeartRadio and all those places. So wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a review Um, because we love to get the feedback. And then feel free to screenshot and send it to me. And I'll be glad to send you a small gift as a token of my appreciation because I know your time's valuable. Um, Thank you again for all of your support of the ultimate journey of self-care as we head into 2022. Uh, We will be coming up on our two-year birthday coming up. That is just so hard for me to believe. I'm so excited. And I am just thrilled to still be here and to be able to, you know, just sharing, sharing with you. Um, And actually, I think we're on our third birthday. So that's, I just realized that. So whatever, we are reaching new people every single week. And I could not do it without you. So um, please, if you think someone needs to hear this, please feel free to share that with them. And um, if you have something that you'd like to see me cover, please let me know that as well. 
This is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life, so make it a good one.